Welcome back to another Rest, Eat, Move podcast. It's solo today. Uh, it's Matt in the studio. My father, Chris, he's skiing. He's going to do what we're talking about. He's having a little recovery, some joy. He's in the mountains of Aspen for the, the week. So today, as I, as I was thinking about what to record and kind of thinking back through January, we talked about the 21-day eat challenge. So many people went through the 21-day focused eat challenge, focusing on what they should eat versus what they shouldn't. We kind of went deeper on nutrition. We talked about know your numbers. We did a two-part series. We talked about annual physicals, improving your numbers. Talked about some of those uh, metrics and how to change them. And so if you missed any of those podcasts, feel free to go back and re-listen. But as we move into February... And January maybe was a month where you focused on nutrition and exercise. We got to get back to the first foundation at On Target Living, which is rest. And I'm excited. Um, last week, we launched our new bath salts. We have a restore and we have an energize. Um, there's so many different bath salts, but we just thought it would be a fun product for us. We talk about it a lot. I got a chance to use these products over the last month and I think they're fantastic. But I want to give you a behind the scenes of what's been going on in my life, what I'm thinking about going forward in February, and why it might resonate with you in some way. It's been a tough couple months. My mother-in-law passed away from a long battle with cancer. The holidays are uh, a fun and this year a uh, pretty emotional time for my family. I have three young kids. Um, they're busy. They're, they like to have fun. They like to get in trouble. Um, and they're, they're never, they're never ending, never stopping, which is, which is great. And then the business, we're, we're running a business, successful business, busier doing podcasts, traveling, speaking, coaching. And sometimes as a leader in the space of how to rest, how to eat, how to move, Sometimes you get out of balance, but you do it in a, in, in a way that you're trying your best to provide for everyone else. And this last couple months has been strictly survival at our house. And there's so many good things you can take away from it. And when you're in the moment and when you're going through it, there's, there's really no other options. And so whatever you're going through, whatever stresses, whatever challenges, we know that we can't always be perfect. We know that we can't change some of those circumstances. And that's what I'm not talking about today. And so over the weekend, as all that chaos was unfolding over the last several uh, months, uh, of course, my entire family, we came down with a stomach bug. And so you think and you say, man, how can we get back to the normal, some routine, feeling our best? I would say uh, it's been it's been tough, but when you reset, and I'm coming out of this, I feel really good today for the first time in in three or four days. You start to remind yourself that you can be more proactive. Now, the last couple of months, I've been very reactive out of necessity, but now that there's a little bit of a a light at the end of the tunnel, there's there's some opportunities going forward you ask yourself can we be 
more proactive. And to me, we have stress. All of us have stress. And there's more stressors than ever before. But what we know about stress, it's the physical response to the stressor that becomes the problem. And so whether it's your immune system, your digestion, your skin, your heart rate, maybe you're feeling more tense, more anxious. Stress is the root cause. The physical response is the symptom. But it's our reaction. It's not the stressor that creates this. Or it's the lack of proaction. So let me repeat that. It's our reaction to the stressor that creates as a stress response. Or it's our lack of proaction that creates the stress response. I'm so stressed. I could easily have said that over the last several months. And I was. Sometimes I did say it. But sometimes I caught myself and said, hey, there's a couple of things I can do to to minimize the stress. What routines can you change? What routines can you control? What sayings in your head can you change? Can you say what you're telling yourself? Most of our stress, for the most part, is our perception of things in the future or behaviors of the past. So, I mean, it's not real. We can't change it. Can we get off social media for a little bit of time? Can we charge our phone outside of our bedroom? Can we put down uh, some of the technology? Can we read a book? Can we walk in nature? Maybe you want to go in the snow or on the beach, depending on where you live. And so it's not our reaction that I always want to focus on. It's our opportunity to have proaction, to be proactive. And so I thought today, sharing a little behind the scenes, it's been a tough couple months for my family. And we've come together, so many opportunities to uh, share memories and and great experiences and, and all the love. But you still have to put the oxygen mask on yourself. The reason we came up with Rest, Eat, Move is because without enough rest, stress will melt us down. You could have the most amazing diet, but your immune system is going to be compromised if you have too much stress. You could have a soundproof exercise routine, but if you don't have the energy because of all the stress, you're limiting those results. And so my focus for February, for myself, maybe this is something that you can really tap into, is three parts. How can you get eight hours of sleep? And let's just say, instead of seven days a week, it'd be perfect in seven days a week, but 80% of the time, how do we get eight hours of sleep? Are we doing the Epsom salt baths? To me, this is something where I have Epsom salts at my disposal 24-7, but am I taking that action, whether it's a foot bath or a full bath? Are you controlling your circadian rhythm when you wake up, when you fall asleep? Are, is it variable because you're you're staying up later and waking up earlier and got travel schedules, pay attention to your circadian rhythm. Are you getting sunlight? This is a time of year where people start to hibernate inside, uh, understandably why, but we need a little bit of sunlight, even when it's cloudy, even when it's overcast. 
even when it's hot, when it's cold, we got to get some sunlight. Are you exercising? To me, exercise is a way to release some of the tension, to release some of that anxiety, to release some of those hormones, get the body flowing, their lymphatic system. Is your room dark? Is the temperature right? Like I said, are you charging your phone outside of your bedroom? And are you going to bed early enough? That's a big one for me. You know, the kids are busy, work, got all these things trying to do throughout the day, service clients, service customers. And sometimes at the end of the day, I, I want to zone out, watch a show, watch a movie. But sometimes that delays my bedtime. And then it's hard to fall asleep. It's hard to get eight, eight hours. And then you repeat that over. So number one, sleep. How can you get eight hours of sleep? Number two, this is going to be the hardest. I talk about screen time. I talk about white space. I talk about our, uh, the dopamine and all these things that are happening in our society with all this stimulation. I got a goal for myself of two hours of screen time a day average for the next month. Now, I haven't looked through my average, but it's somewhere between four, four and a half as I've been working remote, traveling, doing too many things on my phone. My kids take my phone and they're on the phone. So maybe some of those numbers are skewed, but I'm going to shoot for two hours on average of screen time a day. One of the things that I notice when I use my phone too much is I just can't shut my mind down. You can't do two things at once, but you can multitask and feel like you're doing two things at once. Too much screen time to me creates too much noise, too much stimulation, and it's really hard for me to be as present, energetic, and in the moment as I'd like, which then leads to, I would say, poor quality sleep. I would say less uh, quality um, exercise when I'm doing those. My mood is different. My energy is different. Join me on this. Two hours of screen time. Let's see if we can do it. And last one is bringing some white space. For the last couple months, I haven't had as much control over my white space. Whether it was uh, going to the hospital, um, whether it was making sure that I'm taking care of my responsibilities as I'm trying to let other loved ones do their responsibilities. And sometimes you have to make those sacrifices. Sometimes you have to, uh, to be that person. And I was uh, very grateful that I could do that. But we can only handle so much, and if, we, if our cup is empty, there's not much we can give. And so the big one for me in February is adding some white space, boundaries, time, blocks, whether it's working on my breathing, very focused, intentional effort. I have this sauna blanket. If I'm not at the gym or have the ability of, to use a sauna or a steam, I have this amazing sauna blanket where I use a sound bath and can kind of just recover for 10 to 15 minutes. Scheduling a massage. I schedule a massage for the first time in four months. Going to nature, even when it's snowing. Today, it's a beautiful day. Fresh six inches of snow, and you can look at it and say, I don't want to be outside. But when you're out there, it's still, it's quiet. It's white. There's something very tranquil about it. And then I'm going to try to do something I used to do, and I'm not sure yet what that is. 
but something that gives us joy, something we really love to do, whether it's a hobby or a art project or musical instrument or playing a game or maybe just trying to learn something new. It doesn't always have to be something that's so easy and chill for white space. It could be something that really invigorates you. It learns you, challenges you. That's what I'm going to focus on. Eight hours of sleep. Try to get two hours of screen time. Really focus on white space, scheduling these things. And understanding that we have to give ourselves grace. We go through periods where there's tons of, I would call it opportunities for stress. Even though it's our reaction. But the it always passes there's always a time where it will pass and our opportunity when that is is to reflect on it to create self-awareness and to say okay proactively how do we get back to feeling and performing our best and that's the big thing our reaction to a stressor is what creates the stress response and if we don't know what those stresses are Over the last three months, I knew what they were, but I don't know what they're going to be in the future. This is our opportunity to be proactive, to add the white space, to add the sleep, because if you can add rest, that's our biggest opportunity to handle stress. Have a great day. Have a great week. I'm extremely excited for the next uh, month as we try to uncover this, this elusiveness of rest and rejuvenation as we're in this chaotic, stressful world. But the cool part is we're pretty uh, resilient when we give ourselves rest. We'll see you again next time.